Hey guys, we're going to talk about Glass, but first, uh, Adair's been watching Steven Universe, so we need to talk about that. All I want to do is see you turn into a giant woman. A giant woman. woman. God, I love it. I loved getting to watch it a lot, like while texting you. That was one of my favorite things we've done. That was as super friends. fun. Yeah, it was super fun. I wish I hadn't fallen asleep because I really wanted to watch more with you because like I loved like us screenshotting it to each other. <laughs> so chances are on a Monday or especially a Tuesday, Tuesday night's a great night for me because I open the okay. bar. So I'm mm-hmm. usually done working before okay. nine. Yeah. So I love just when I was like, they're explaining Opal. <laughs> oh, God, you guys. I Once I finish it, I want to go on 20 minutes and talk to you guys about it. Please. Like, can we ha- can we have twenty minutes of Steven? Yes, and we talk can. about Steven Universe for twenty minutes. A hundred percent. Okay, cool. Because I feel like I'll have like recency bias of things because I will have just watched it all. Because I'm like, it's like a brain dump. I have I have rewatched a lot of episodes, and there are certain things that kind of bug me. But it's one of those rare shows where anything that seemed odd or out of place at the time or irritating, it they totally later. justify later. And it's just it's so good. Yeah, no, I mean, like, but it was such a ridiculous thing driving home and listening to the soundtrack and then, like, adding it to the group chat of just, like, guys, like, I'm obsessed. Now, question, are you listening ahead on the soundtrack to songs you haven't heard yet? No, I I realized it was going ahead, and so then I was like, oh, shoot, I don't know what this is about, so, um, because I just, like, today what and it was the five the five stevens or the four the four stevens mm-hmm. and i was like well i'm confused and then i realized i had gone too far and so um so no i'm at four uh so i just passed that it was just that uh donut episode okay um where with the hot with the hot salt or whatever right the fire salt mm-hmm. that was it um but yeah i i am now feeling like garnet has to be a meld Mm-hmm. Like after, because I watched the episode with Garnet and and uh, Amethyst melding. Great song there too, right? Um, but but when they melded, uh, they were so much bigger. It seemed than Opal, and mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I I think a hundred percent Garnet is a meld of two. But I'm the, my only theory is like that seems like an exhausting thing for two gens to have to deal with. And so, like, they must ha- be on, like, incredible unison. But I-, I feel like there must, if it is a meld, there has to be some, like, weird reason why two would choose to just be that entity consistently. Sure. But, yeah, I don't know. We'll, no, we'll fusing see. is tough work. And Well, like, I like the little dances. I, I-, I want right? us to have a dance for when you and I fuse. <laughs> on the most recent episode, there was a fusion we hadn't seen before and it was the most glorious fusion ever is it okay it was it was just it was incredible um okay i'm curious about this now um but you have uh you know four more seasons to watch to get to it (laughs) damn it and don't worry none of them are as long as season one season one is absurdly long it's it's many many episodes but um What's the name of the character? Just so I have this to play back on. I'm not going to Google it. Obsidian. Uh, that was a di- you chose a different name before. It was like Oh. The n- oh, for me? No, you said that I was like a certain character. Oh. Um, 
I didn't say smoky quartz. I think I said pear, um, it was a very sardonyx. Sardonyx, that was it. Yes. And I liked that because it sounded like sardonic, um, which Either is my favorite Either sardonic or sardonic, but not 100% because of their characterization, but because of the characters that fuse to make sardonic, because I think you are a fusion of those two characters. Mm. Um, even if I... Th- Think. Can I can I state what I, I I'm by the way I'm recording I'm sorry me too um, uh, <laughs> so much Steven Universe talk um, well at least but, Steven Universe was enjoyable unlike uh, the last third of Glass <laughs> at a certain point uh, the guy who sits next to me at movies just was like are we still going <laughs> yep um yeah um no but can I guess who I think the meld is I'm not gonna look into it because sure. I don't want to ruin this um. Uh, I think if you think that it's two characters, I'm going to say what I think the two characters I'm most similar to, at least that I've met in, I'm very early stages, but I think it would be Garnet and Pearl. Mm-hmm. So that's that's going to be my assumption. Fair enough. Is is that that I am a melding of those two. Um, I'm really not a fan of Amethyst and, uh, and uh, Garnet's fusion. Yeah. She's a bit much. I loved the Pufferfish episode. That was so great. It was so good. I love it. Oh, okay. Okay. So, um, full spoilers. Full spoilers for glass. Full spoilers for glass. Sorry. So, guys, um, I don't know what Dan is gonna edit out, but that was about five minutes of talking about Steven Universe. And I assume he'll probably edit out like at least three minutes of it, if not all of it. Uh I don't know. But I think I think Guys, if you, if you didn't hear any of it, you should watch it because I hey. have heard Dan and... Hold on. What? Hey, guys. We're going to talk about Glass. But first, uh, Adair's been watching Steven Universe, so we need to talk about that. And then I'll just take that, stick it at the beginning. Nice. Cool. Awesome. So, so yeah. So, so after watching Steven Universe, uh, because I hear you guys talk about it so much and then you talking about the writing of it in our last episode... I've started watching it. I haven't tweeted about it yet, but I need to start tweeting because I, like, the lines. I was texting you the lines that I just was like, oh, Garnet, you're so hard to climb up. And I'm just like, it's so good. It's so good. It's so earnest. A hundred percent that's what it is. And I love it because, like, that, in my sarcastic heart, that actually is, that's what rests in there mm-hmm. is a little Steven mm-hmm. Universe type character. I, I guess part of me really wishes that's what Austin was like. Like, I kind of like to, I used to, when I didn't know anything about Steven Universe, I was like, oh, yeah, like, Austin must, like, really like that because he relates to it. Because for me, at least with cartoons, I normally, that's where I connect to it. Right. But I was like, no, this is nothing like Austin. <laughs> no, there's, there's He's so there's well-meaning. Some. There's some. Not a lot, but there's some. I, I think that the most is when, when Austin goes, hey, buddy. Yep. Uh, so full spoilers for Glass. I just got out. Um, uh, and I've been fuming about it for two days. And I think there were some, it was funny. I was trying to talk about it afterwards, but I couldn't really. I was saying like it, it was a very Midland film. Like there were some parts that I actually really, really liked. First but two were, thirds? Yeah. Yeah. But there were parts I really, really didn't like. But let's talk about characters. Dan, what character really grinded your gears? I thought that David Dunn 
played by Bruce Willis, was wasted, got didn't get enough screen time. So one note. Didn't get enough development, didn't get to really be, they set him up as Batman with Oracle, with his son being Oracle, as mm-hmm. his support, and we should have seen a lot more. I understand this movie only had like a $20 million budget, but how expensive is uh, a fight in an alley? Mm-hmm. Like, come on, how expensive is a fight in a bar? Really build his mythos. Make it justified that the Clover Society or whatever the fuck they're called is looking into him. Make him a bigger deal because it has been years since Unbreakable. Years. Yeah, and like you're expecting us to come back full force like that we're invested in this. Right. Also, can I just state there were so many foreshadowing moments that I was just like, that's going to be important. Like when there's that that hole outside mm-hmm. the outside the facility, I just like was he like, he held that's on to impo- that shot for long enough. I was like, that's going to be important. <laughs> no, I'll be I'll be quick. Honestly, I just I feel like it was a waste. They didn't give him enough to do whether he wanted out of his contract or not. His death seemed. In my rewrites, I'll get to a way where you can justify the ending with just by changing everything that happens after they get the footage. Yeah, no, you just I do gotcha. a little change, and you could have totally saved the movie, and people would have been, "Yeah, it was kind of weird, but God, that ending." Anyways, uh, yeah, yeah David although Dunn. also didn't twist. Mm-hmm. Um, Ugh. Uh, I was like, I-, I was like, just waiting. I'm like, it's M Night. Where's that? Tw-? And when they when the you see the sniper's hand, I was like, ah. Ah, mm-hmm. you don't have such a rando shot on a symbol unless that's important. Um, yeah, that's pretty pretty similar for me. Um, I'm gonna say we have. I-, I know we're not supposed to choose the same. I'm gonna say same. I'm sorry. Like he was, I- I- he had s- potential, but Bruce Willis phoned it in um, because he could, and because he is clearly not the main character in this. Uh, yeah. The trailer really sets it up to be, like, three main characters. That is not how it plays out. Um, and, it, and I think, like, I mean, really, it's four main characters. But uh, Well, if you're going to pick the same, I got to say my runner-up was Sarah Paulson. Yeah. Because my run, my runner-up was death, M. Night Shyamalan. Come on. <laughs> uh, M. Night Shyamalan's cameo. He really tried to wrap up the fact that he cameoed in Unbreakable and Split and just have it be like, oh, yeah, I recognize you from the baseball stadium. I was in with a bad crowd at that point. That's why I was in that part scene, too. And then I was also in Split, but I was a completely different guy who was obsessed with Hooters. Cool. But no, that scene was so it was the most unorganic thing I've ever experienced. And I mean, his like his looks, he's like trying (laughs) to be. I was just like, M. Night, I mean, like, don't give yourself lines. The best cameo M. Night Shyamalan ever had was in the village because he's literally in one shot and it's the reflection of the glass at the ranger station and he does a little bit of exposition but it's very it's very monotone like he's just clearly like bored and mm-hmm. so that's great but like Lady in the Water one of the big fuck ups is he casted himself as one of the main characters and he casted his wife as his sister and it was weird and awkward um I used to be really into M. Night Shyamalan, but that was my least favorite part. But yeah, Sarah Paulson, I was, she had moments that moments were good. Moments of greatness. And that then, scene with the all four of them in the same room, I thought was actually very a good. very compelling scene. But she was very meh. She, she took some notes from Asylum, and she was just like, sure, I've been in an asylum before. Thanks, Ryan Murphy. Uh, yeah, there was, there was problems all around. Um. 
I will say that if this was a better movie overall, I think there would be a legitimate play to try and get James McAvoy an Oscar. Yes. Because he was phenomenal in Phenomenal. Split, so and amazing. And he's just as good here with way less time to showcase. Can we just agree, James McAvoy, the crown and glory of this film? 100%. Like, he's I mean, so good. And he doesn't overdo it. Like, some of those scenes are so crazy intense with the strobes. And he's and just he, switching. And, like, him bringing in new characters. Like, it was so delightful, each new character. Like, the introduction of Jade, who we had never mm-hmm. met. And I was like, oh, my God, you're fun. I love this. And, I mean, bringing back Hedwig was good. But, like, the like coming in with Kevin. Like, mm-hmm. having Kevin be a bigger part of it. And that whole scene with him and Casey... And she's holding onto his hands, and they're having that moment. And then Hedwig comes out, and he like looks at the hands. He's like, "You into Kevin now? Oh that my was god, it was so funny, so good. It was so good. And I mean, like, I love Patri- his him doing Patricia. Yeah, and I, but I, but like I... the scene between her and Sam mm-hmm. Jackson, Mister Glass, like where she is clearly having a crisis of faith was beautiful so good so beautiful i'm getting goosebumps just talking about it like he is amazing he is i'm i'm what i'm curious about more so than this movie is if he is gonna break snl's curse i mean matt damon did a pretty good job but he is hosting this week we'll see what he can do fingers crossed i mean i will watch it no matter what i watched them all i don't know why anymore i think the only thing about his performance I didn't like was the beast speaking. Yeah, the beast speaking was it it, it made him less scary. It and did. it's sort of it's the it's the M Night Shyamalan thing where he shows too much. Yes. Like with he should never have shown the aliens in signs. Like he should have never shown the scrunts in Lady in the Water. Don't ask me how I still remember that. Um never seen like, it. Don't know what a like, scrunt is, probably never will. It's a weird grass dog that's evil. Um, and it's trying to kill Bryce Dallas Howard. Um, well, to be fair, and, if it's not them, it's going to be the Raptors. So. <laughs> it's very true. I saw Lady in the Water a few times. Um, I was I was a teenager. Just allow me allow me my things. At I least saw Revenge I did... of the Sith six times in theaters. I can't well, judge we, you. So we both have our faults. Exactly. Um, but yeah, so I mean, he shows too much, and that was and this was his kind of the continuation but it was not nearly as bad as some of the other mistakes he has made he is toning it down but yes the beast like having him be like a guardian and all of this stuff and making it more about and making it more about like protecting kevin and all this stuff and not about like cleansing the earth which is what it's been about yeah i hated the beast like doing it about face i love the idea of the beast as this cult leader and this godlike figure within the horde, within a yeah, coven of Yeah, I love this whole idea with the horde. And I finally, like, really got a sense of, like, what that whole multiple personality situation was. Like, they do a pretty good job not being super exposition-y. Right. In the first one, in Split. Um, so the second film in this trilogy. Um, but uh, I felt like I understood it more. And I really yeah. liked that. And I think that was 100% James McAvoy's way like he shows pain in such an amazing way i just i can't get enough of him he was amazing um and then our wild card who who i mean 
would I say Sam Jackson? <laughs> I mean, I, I didn't really have a whole lot of expectation of Sam Jackson. I liked certain parts of him, but like I wasn't I wasn't really here or there for him. Like I did like that he did have an end game, but I was pretty sure he had an end game beyond what was happening. Like it seemed I was like, no, he died too easily for Mr. Glass. Like and he was on that computer and I was like, there's not like there's something going on. Like it right. just it be the fact that they never got to that ultimate chicken Osaka Tower um moment mm-hmm. was like I was like clearly that wasn't his intention because at, when they were when they were still in the parking lot after five minutes, I was like, No, we're not getting to the tower. That wasn't but like that's also him laying out the whole plan for us. That's not M. Night Shyamalan, that's not Mr. Glass, like none of that. So I mean, like the twist made sense to me at that. I, like I, I was, I was just like, eh, this is too, this is going too wrong for it to actually be his plan. And also when she was like, oh, he took the basement, so we have time. And I was like, he made a point of going in the basement. And Sarah Paulson's really awkward line about that makes me think that the basement wasn't intentional, an intentional choice. But yeah, I guess he glanced I, but, at the cameras as they were. They like did a shot of the cameras as he's going down the hallway. Yeah, I guess I would say Casey. She is not super. This actress who is also in Thoroughbreds and was a very interesting character in Thoroughbreds, uh, especially um, going with Olivia Cook, who I adore. Um, she was very interesting in the first movie in 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 Split. I liked her coming back. I felt like she was a little one note, but I would say like she might have been my like wild card. I did find her interesting. Yeah. I had a theory that if she and Dunn's son Ben, right? His name's Ben. Yeah, I think so. Um, they would have had their if they had a kid, that oh. kid's eyes would have been really, really dark and kind of creepy. Because they both have like sort of odd, creepy eyes. But I do love they brought back the actor. Yeah. who played his son in mm-hmm. Unbreakable. And they, they they covered up why Robin Wright wasn't in it real nicely. Um, Which uh, I think there was a part for her to play there. Write uh, her in. Get her back. I think that would have been great. Yeah, I think she would have got given the stakes more, but I think, it, I think they really wanted Sarah Paulson to have something more to play with. Um, as far as that goes. But no, I think like, I think honestly all the secondary characters in each of the like superheroes and villains lives uh Sam Jackson's mom uh Casey and then Ben Mm -hmm. were all I feel like they all were nice little wild cards where I think they all had a part to play and I think they did a pretty decent job I didn't like and I'll talk more about that I guess with rewrites is I didn't like how they all showed up at the exact same time (laughs) right that felt really stupid to me and then I if if you're gonna have Ben and Casey in the comic book store at the exact same time like have them bump into each other at least so then there's that like connection when they see each other in the mental it seemed to me like they go to the same school yeah no that definitely seemed that seemed accurate so i don't i don't know what they were trying to do there but i my wild card would be elijah's mother yeah Um, no she was she was good she was she was pretty fine through most of it and then that third act, she was like the best thing in it for me. Oh yeah, for sure. God, when he when she when he said, "I wasn't a mistake," and she said, "You were spectacular." Yeah, I loved that. That was amazing. And also going back to her house, we mm-hmm. got some classic Shyamalan, where because he did color play 
which he hasn't been doing for a long time. And I loved that whole purple reflection back to glasses, like glasses whole deal with his like his persona and everything. Like it kind of connects in that way. And I will say the train bit. I, I was just like, I was, yeah. I think they, they were, they were toying with it. So I didn't like the reactions of both Glass and Ben when they saw it in the files respectively. And it's like, oh my God. And then it cuts. And then later on Glass is looking at the file and he's like, oh my God. But it, like, and it's just like so much emoting. But I did like that he was on the same train. I liked mm. that. Um, and I mean, but I did find it funny when he was like, don't tell him yet. Because, like, it was clear, like, he knew he was going to die by the beast, but he wanted yeah. it to be at a certain time. But, and also that end point with Sarah Paulson and and Elijah, and she was like, did I have you first? Uh, did I have you, like, for, or no, it was, uh, it was her and uh, David, sorry. I liked her end note to Elijah knowing, like, saying, like, be at peace that you were right. Or something, and then her ending yeah. with David, where she was like, "Did I make you think for a second, like that it was all true?" Yeah, because like those were those moments when she was like a little bit evil, and that's where when it worked. I de- when it worked, that scene in the restaurant at the end though sucked. Oh, so awful. bad! It was so bad, and I was just like, "What the fuck? Like, why is that scene even necessary?" It's not. It's not at or all. Her, or her screaming after she realizes what he did. So dumb. After she like sees the f- that the footage was downloaded by someone and she just no. walks into the hallway and screams. I was like, what? What no, are you I doing? No, I mean, a better thing would be her, um, would be like her seeing, a, like her phone ringing or something and she sees like a number and she like smashes it or something like subtle of just like i fucked up some sort of reaction that isn't just melodrama yeah but it was just like i uh, no, it was so i mean especially with how her character has been for so long it was just it was so dramatic and unnecessary because that is it, it has been like such a subtle movie have you watched bird box yet no i haven't damn well part of me thinks that after this happened she then drove to see her sister and take her to her 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 uh her appointment and then got in the car crash and died yeah hopefully but (laughs) hopefully it's the same character yeah i think so i have a i have a theory about this movie okay Okay? tell me the theory about this movie so basically m night out of nowhere decides to introduce this secret society that has been killing superpowered individuals for millennia to try and make the world safer, balanced, not full of supers, whatever. Their their motives are weak at best. Um, and they've been destroying these super people. I think that this nameless entity that we don't see until the very end of the movie, I think it's I think it's a metaphor. I think that M. Night Shyamalan sees himself as a superhero and the Clover Society are critics. Oh my God. That is 100% what I think is happening here. I think that M. Night was like, 
they're special, they're special. Oh, now they doubt themselves, but oh, they're vindicated. They are special, but they have to die because the world can't tolerate special things, different things. And now we're going to show them so that you're all empowered to be special and different too. But this evil society is still going to try and take you down. But you always remember that you're special. That is how this came across to me. I was like, M. M. Knight, you are special, but you need supervision. You cannot be allowed to write and direct yourself without a strong producer attached who can tell you when you're being ridiculous. Because killing all three characters, the last minute introduction of the society, and that piss poor, let's meet at the train station and have coffee to see if we can spot random individuals watching our uploaded Oh, God, and the overacting in people's, and the people. So dumb if instead you had this is my big rewrite i'll just get right to it my big rewrite is i'll let you keep everything m night but after they're dead have her just take a phone call from someone we see them on the other side with the same tattoo we don't have to do the stupid fucking restaurant scene she explains that it's Mm -hmm. done and he tells her they cut to some other people watching the video mm-hmm. and doing super things while they're watching the video. Mm-hmm. He's like, well, we've got reports in Chicago and we see a kid walking by the, by the elevated train in Chicago, w- looking at the footage on his phone and then like the lights about to change. And all of a sudden he runs insanely fast and makes the light and he stops. Yeah. And that was my big rewrite too, is showing power. Thank you. And and having there be more of that. And I think, honestly, even if, like, there was a character we had met prior, mm-hmm. even for a small moment, like a person at the school, person at the medical, or at the, uh, at the institution, like, I, I think that would be really great. Yeah. Um, because I felt like there was so much, like, stuff that they were doing where they were just like, oh, yeah, like... Look at this look at this 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 building and look at look at the train think about how the think about how good unbreakable was back when people weren't tired of your shit. So And Split was excellent. Yeah. Split was yeah. really good and he just lost so much of the goodwill he got from Split. I know and it's a bummer, but I mean he did choose a really brilliant person to Absolutely, he did. To do these, to do two of these films with, like I think he he had he had a really good idea. Like what sucks is like I think why I'm and Maya and I talked about this was the idea of Unbreakable. Did, what it wasn't as successful as it could have been because it was the wrong time, right. and in this climate now where everyone is super superhero heavy, it's the right time, and that's awesome, but. Mm-hmm. It also means that um, we kind of that was that movie happened a long time ago, and there's so much that nineteen kind of years for- ago. Yeah, I mean, it's there's so much we've forgotten about. Like for me, for a second, the math of like it being James McAvoy's dad, and he died, and like when they were showing young him, I'm like, wait, is he is he that much younger than Bruce Willis? Bruce Willis also just doesn't age, um, but. Yeah, I don't know. I I feel like I feel like there was a lot of potential with this idea and I think Split did an amazing job with it and I think them bringing Dunn back at the very end of Split was great. 
But I think just like that last third just kind of ruined the whole idea of it. Because also what I liked was there was this guy that's like, oh, super good. And this guy that's super bad. And then this guy who is completely across the spectrum. I loved that. It, it has so many components that work so well. And he just, he killed all of it. And now he says, I'm not going to do another movie in that universe. Which is um, such a bummer. And it's a, it's a total bummer. And I think that instead of Sam Jackson saying, this wasn't a limited series, this wasn't a showdown, this was an origin story, he should have said, this is an ongoing story. And that would have opened the door to be like, no, this is just the beginning. We're going to keep going with this. And my thought also, if we weren't going to show people with powers, if we're not going to continue with that, and we're just going to go, I mean, let's say we're we're Dark Knight Rises-ing this. We're going to leave the ending up for interpretation. We're not, we're going to cut out that whole bullshit restaurant scene. So we're cutting that out. And what we're going to do is this was all in a uh, glass still sent out the files, Mm -hmm. but he also planned what was going to happen and none of them are dead. And they're all watching from like the second level of the train station, assuming there is one. Um, Like like how you and I watched all those people in Grand Central Station that one time. Totally not creepy. Yeah, just leering. But yeah, so have it basically, they're like watching and they're getting really excited as they see people and no one's overacting. That's my other rewrite. No one overacts <laughs> as they watch their, their phones and laptops. But they're sort of hanging out and then they're walking out and then you see the back of, let's say it's, um, I mean, obviously Glass and Dunn, I'm trying to decide which personality it would be. I would say, I would say, honestly, maybe having it be Kevin or Patricia, honestly, because I do think that was a very interesting character. I think Patricia would have been great. Um, Yeah. And so, and having that three of them and just like having like just a a line, um, like Dunn goes like, so now what happens? Or something like that. Or. Well, Mr. Dunn. This is an ongoing story. Exactly. The thing is, what I didn't like about Glass is there were some lines, and I even, I was trying to figure it out. There were some lines that he said where I'm like, I get you are trying to be profound, but I think M. Night Shyamalan was high when he wrote this because he was like, there, there's, I can't remember the exact verbatim quote, but it was like, there's, uh, there's, fact uh, there's uh, explanations for everything but it doesn't mean it's uh, it but it doesn't mean it's not true or something some yeah and i was it, like but it, everything what? we do can be explained by science but that doesn't mean it's not extraordinary or something like that yeah, i was like there yeah. were but there were it was all in that speech where i was just like right. i get you are trying to do something here buddy but it's not working for me but yeah just... so the the those are my rewrites. I think it could be, it had potential. It was that last third that was incredibly The first two thirds were great. I was yeah. riveted. But then they just hung around in a parking lot until they died like some stoners who deal drugs to eighth graders. Like M. Night Shyamalan in Unbreakable. Um, Whoa. But yeah. <laughs> God, so awful. Uh, but yeah, so Dan, um, we've talked about 
about what was good, what was bad, and what we would rewrite. But what would you call this movie? Because I'm not going to lie, Glass is kind of an awful name. Like, none of the others are are after the names of the characters. Uh, I would call this The Death of Superman. <laughs> and I would call it The Horde. There we go. There we go. Mm, 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 mm. All right. That was pretty easy. Honestly, I thought this was going to be a little harder. No, we both uh, were in agreement. And unlike with Aquaman, we didn't love contrary things and hate contrary things. We're kind of on the same page with this one because good God, M. Night, why that third act? Why, you dick? You had, we were so proud of you. We're not mad at you. We're just disappointed. A hundred percent. I had to turn mine off. My internet was getting laggy. No, I gotcha. I do that sometimes. Not for me, but for others. Well, um, if you loved Unbreakable like I did, if you loved Split like I did, Stay catch for Glass an hour on and streaming <laughs> and, and just watch the first two thirds. Yeah. Walk out in an hour 45. Like, I think you're pretty much yeah. set then. It's perfect. Yeah. No, Adair, I, I, uh, I what's our great. next movie? Ooh. Well, I'm going to see Lego movie on Saturday. Cool. I'm going go to, to see it. the Lego movie too when it comes out like a normal person. Oh, yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to I'm going to advance screen that shit. Hate you. Um mm, Well, I think we've got an Oscar pod that is that is That's going to happen soon coming. Yeah. Um I got to say I'm really really pissed about 8th grade getting zero nominations and sorry to bother you getting zero nominations. It's well, fucking bullshit. How do you feel? How do you think I feel about book club getting snubbed? <laughs> uh, I really hope you didn't see that movie. It's not good. Um, <laughs> well, you did, so you lose. Well, my mom is my mom. A Secret Weapon Production.